This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Right now, brought to you by Ford and your North Texas Ford dealers. Ford is the best in Texas. It's our Dallas Cowboys insider, Mickey Spagnola. Good morning, sir. Well, good morning. Welcome back. Thank you very much, Mickey. It's good to be back and uh, know how to push my buttons. Uh, <laughs> Mickey, I, I'm kind of curious. How many emails do you let fill up your email oh box before God. you start deleting? Or do you, are you all constantly cleaning it? Because uh, Mike, has I try to keep up with it, and when I don't, it creates a long period of time to okay. go through them all. Yeah, Mike has thirty-two hundred uh, missed or unread emails. Is that yeah, unread emails <laughs> yeah, right now? And e- uh, even in my account that I don't use much, where all the junk goes. When it gets to about 300, I start deleting them. That is stressing me out <laughs> but so not much. 3,200. Right now, I have. It takes years of not looking at your email. Well, it might have come in all last week since Mike was working so hard. Oh, he was. Oh, yeah, he was you very guys. Busy. He was yeah, very Kevin says he loves working. <laughs> I have one email in my work account right now, and I have 15 in my personal account. They're all either about today or tomorrow's show. Okay. That is so many emails. All right. All right. Talking about today's show is you put out a column that I was reading, and I I agree with so much of it, trying to figure out these Cowboys. There's one particular part in your column that I did want to focus on, if we can. They, I'm going to quote, they survive scoring no more than 20 points now in three consecutive games. A somewhat troubling trend this late in the season is we have obviously talked about the defense in the last couple of minutes, these last couple of games, but the offense, what has happened with this offense? Yeah, that's a that's a very good question. I think, uh, number one, uh, the, the, the they've really struggled to run the football, and I think there's been a trickle-down effect by not uh, being able to do that. Now, I understand they've played three consecutive games, against teams with at least 10 wins. Uh, So chances are you're not scoring 30 and 40 points a game in those. But, you know, how about 25 or 27? Uh, I don't know that the offensive line has played as well as it has uh, previously. I don't know if guys are playing with uh, different things or if teams have basically uh, decided that they can play their normal defense and stop the run. And now we're going to sit back and make sure two things, either sit back, make sure we don't get beat by Dak Prescott, or we're going to blitz the devil out of him and make sure he doesn't have time in the pocket and the ball's got to come out. And I think that's one of the things I've seen in these last few games. They were coming after him, and the Cowboys weren't doing a very good job of either countering the blitz or picking it up. And that's why the Cowboys are getting Lyle Collins? Ah, that's a, 
<laughs> what, when did they get rid of him? Was it before the season started or a couple games in? I was trying to remember. I didn't have time to look it up after I realized that was happening. Oh. Um, you know, and, and you know, are, th- are they worried that uh, Tyron Smith is struggling or are they going to put him in at guard if uh, Tyler Smith can't play with the torn plantar fasciitis? Uh, although guys readily play with that quicker than they do if it's only partially torn. So, which is one of the weirder injury I know. things in all of sports. Yeah, to yeah, me. and and so uh, I guess at this point you're you're just looking to you know maybe cover yourself, pull out all the stops uh, to see where you go because you know the next guy up, and and I think we've they've maybe seen enough of Chuma uh, is well let's go and he hadn't played all year. And so, and he didn't play last year. So, you know, but they've got him on the 53-man roster. So, uh, I thought Bass did a decent job coming in for uh, Tyler Smith in the game. And That's he, what you thought too, right, Corey? I agree, yeah. Yeah, and I thought, you know, and he, a few times he's had to come in on the other side for uh, for Zach. I, I think he's been okay and been bad. Um, so, maybe you just try to cover yourself however you can. But that would be very interesting Number one, if he's in shape, because you know, he's oh, had we know likelihood that, of that. Right? Where yeah. you put the percentage on that? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> don't make me do that. Okay, right? gotcha. All right, yeah, best hopes, best yeah. hopes out there. Yeah, at least if he's you know fifty percent, you know, if it's just a they need him in spots or things like that to go in as an eligible receiver. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, or maybe if he's an el- if they think he's an eligible receiver and they don't announce it, you know. That's what everybody's forgetting here. Oh, I'm with you on that. I Because if he says 68's eligible, somebody's going to cover him, right? You or you're going to at least move your defense over to a little bit to that side, and you're just not going to assume that he's an offensive lineman. And and so that's that's the twist that everybody has forgotten. Uh, I don't know who screwed up. Either the guy didn't report or the official got it wrong, right? But still – it doesn't. The reason they report is to let the defense know who's eligible to catch a ball, and 68 in in football is not eligible to catch a ball. So if he's going to be eligible, then they got to announce that he is an eligible receiver. End of story. There it is. And I, did you see the interview with Decker? By the way, uh, I don't think I did. He didn't sound really convincing that he reported. He was very. If that was me, I'd have been screaming from the highest mountain. I went in there and told him that. Right? He very soft spoken goes, "Yeah, uh, yeah, I told him. Uh, I don't want to get myself in trouble and say any more." And it's like I'd say a lot if I thought I was right, but then that's me, right? You've been known <laughs> to shoot off at the mouth a little bit, Mickey. Especially I think they tried. No, so, I'm right, <laughs> Mickey. My opinion is they tried so much to disguise who the eligible receiver yes. was because you know, like Troy Aikman after the game said, "Well, look, I mean, 68 goes up to the ref. The only reason he'd be going up to the ref is to say I'm an eligible receiver." Well, so did 58. 58 walked right there with them. 58, 68 walked there, and 70 sprinted at the three guys, the ref and the two players, like he was going to kill somebody for talking. And then, so the last thing the ref does is 
he catches out of his eye 10 yards away from him a 320-pound man running 20 miles an hour at him, and he's assuming – I'm just giving him an excuse here. Right. He's assuming, well, I've reported 73 times today, and he's sprinting at me like his life's about to end. <laughs> and so I'm just going to report 70 because 68 didn't probably speak up too much. 58's over here too, and then 70 sprinting at me like his life's about to be over. So they tried to disguise it so much, I think they kind of fooled the ref on which one he was supposed I, to I report. Think you're exactly Exactly right, because there was no reason for three of those guys to be either hanging out there or getting ready to hang out there, right? How many times do you see the offensive linemen talking to the head referee? Yeah, three of them. Three I, of know, them. I know 70 probably didn't get close enough to talk, but he got close enough to catch the eye of the, yeah. the uh, head ref. Maybe they need to come up with some sort of uh, mechanism to announce who's the when you get they have the red uh scully and so whoever announces the ref then pulls out the red scully and puts it on the guy's helmet (laughs) there you go now you have to if you're wearing a red helmet that doesn't work we need another color but sort of like they do in practice yes when they've got guys here's the guy the practice squads out there and they've got the wrong number and they put the little bonnet on right (laughs) it's like okay that guy's this you know yeah there you go i like that yeah, look at us solving problems already. I don't, I don't know if we did solve it, but oh. <laughs> okay. I feel like it's it's an option, and that's what's most important. It's like is you got to put on a scarlet letter, you know. I, oh, I, well, <laughs> for people who haven't read that book, why'd she have to put on that letter, Mickey? Uh, just to point out that you're, uh, you got you got <laughs> because she committed adultery. You got Mick. scarlet. That's what on happened? It. All right, she got scarleted. Yeah. Uh, Mickey, I, I am kind of curious because I saw Damian Wilson is coming in to also uh, work out for the Cowboys. Is what's what was Damian Wilson? We talked Wilson's... to Randy White this morning. <laughs> he might come in. Yeah, Randy White said he wants a uniform. Why not? Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. I'd do it. Uh, but yeah, Damian Wilson. Uh, what would his role be if he? Well, another linebacker with experience. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's one of the spots they're really short on uh, at this point. Uh, so. I mean, who's the next linebacker if something happens? We interviewed Randy White earlier. He said he <laughs> yeah. will suit out. Yeah. He said he, if you give yeah, me jersey, he'll suit out. Are you out. familiar with Buddy Johnson's work? Not really. Well, he's on the practice squad all year long. There we go. And he's the only linebacker that had elevations uh, remaining because they've already did it three times with Malik Jefferson. Okay. So to get him – active in, in uh, on the in, in on the game roster they would have to sign them to the 53 so what they're looking for is to put guys on the practice squad that can be elevated and you can elevate two guys on game day right and you don't have to put them on the 53 and it only costs you one game check uh for for that game if you elevate them to the game and it doesn't cost if you put him on the, but it costs if you put him on the 53 and even if he doesn't play uh you got to pay him right for however long he's on the on the 53 man roster so that's one way to try to get help uh because you can't um you know if you poach somebody off somebody's practice squad then they're guaranteed three game checks even if it's at the end of the season okay so that's the most inexpensive way to try to get some depth on your roster at this point. But, yeah, uh, when's the last right time Damian Wilson's played? 
Uh, last the Chiefs in 2022, okay. uh, he played. He was in 17 games, but only played. Was only it, started five. Was it the Chiefs? It was the Carolina Panthers. Uh, and before that, Mike, it was your Jacksonville Jaguars. I should have known that. Yeah, you should have. He was, you know, he was a very serviceable linebacker, I think, who, you know, when he left here, he was starting games. Yeah, he started 16, 13, and 17, Kansas City, Jacksonville. No, I agree. When he left, I wasn't, like, super pumped that he was leaving. And at this point, you don't have a lot of depth as you you threw out there, Mick, so why not? And the reason, you know, it, it was a salary cap thing when they said, well, we just can't pay three linebackers and so yeah here you go good luck to you um but it wasn't because he 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 didn't play well it just wasn't the star when they had to shed some salary cap they they just didn't outbid it was kansas city first right yeah and so yeah well bring them all in let's see what they got Put him on the practice squad. Agreed. Bring in Rolando McLean. Okay, maybe not. All right. Agreed on all of that. Yeah, let's not go too far. Okay. Yeah, thank you very much, Mickey. I bet he's fishing right now. We'll catch up with you again tomorrow. (laughs) See you guys. You missed us. I know. Uh, Mickey Spagnola from DallasCowboys.com. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, we'll talk Mavs Jazz maybe for a minute, though they might not deserve it. Score 90, I think. It was 90. Yeah. All right. Don't worry about the other part. The moral compass. Shooting fireworks off within city limits on New Year's Eve. Perfectly fine. I was amazed how divide. Oh, oh, man. This is going to be fantastic. We'll do all of that next right here on The Fan. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. We can talk about the Mavericks if you like. Would you like that? From the 720, as a man currently on the run from the FBI for launching fireworks in city limits, I can confirm it's not worth it. Okay. You're running from the FBI. Like, they're going to give you a they're misdemeanor, right? They're after him. I, I don't, I don't, wouldn't not, you, would I'm not you run entirely from the FBI? sure I believe I that feel like it's a class C accurate. offense. Huh? Like, you're going to get fined. You're going to. Maybe even have to do, like, I don't know, a hair of community service. I don't know the penalty for shooting off a firework. I do know in Oak Cliff there has to be 7 million people shooting off fireworks on special dates. Kevin, I think we can get into that in just a few moments. Okay. I think think so. The Mavericks beat the Warriors and then lost the Jazz. By 37 points. It happens. And... Does in, to, the, in today's to NBA, the it jazz, does. though? Uh, no, it's, the jazz? Not the, it's not the amount of points they They lost up. by 30-something to the Rockets, right? Well, they sat out that game. Don't worry about that. Well, I would say last night, with Kyrie coming back, I was kind of excited to see him play. And unfortunately, the Mavs just overall energy. They have to have tremendous energy. They're undersized. They're a bad rebounding team. They're a bad defensive team. Now, they can be okay defensively, but just to be average defensively, there has to be tremendous effort on the Dallas Mavericks to be an average defensive team. And 
I was watching a little bit of the third quarter. It was a timeout or whatever in the UT uh, game. So I flip it over. I was flipping over during, you know, dead possessions or whatever in the UT Washington game. Luca didn't look engaged at all on defense. He's been, I'm, Luca has been awesome. I don't want to take a shot at Luca. I'm just telling you last night when I was flipping over, there was a point where the Mavericks cut it, I think, to three points kind of early in the third. Maybe even we're getting close to midway through the third, but somewhere in that range. And Luca was like, I don't care to play defense and allows an alley oop dunk and allows a layup. And then, uh, Kid calls a timeout. It's like now 74 to 67. He's trying to stop the momentum and the run, and it never stopped. That was the moment where it got completely out of hand. But the Mavericks have to be locked in defensively just to be average. And last night they're like, we just don't care. Something really interesting that I I was reading, and I know I give him a hard time, so props to Brad Townsend for putting this story out. Talking with Kyrie about the injury. Yeah. Did he blame Dwight Powell? No. Dang it. Well. Not publicly. Yeah. That feels like that would be a bad The nice move. thing to do when somebody pile drives you into a month of being out of <laughs> basketball. He said, I was scared. I was very scared. And any person that tells you when they go through a freak accident that it doesn't bother them mentally, they're lying. And so I just really appreciate. And a lot of times Kyrie will give you like an actual human thought. I know sometimes he probably wishes he didn't because people jump all over that, but that felt like a very like relatable thing that he said right there. So I appreciate the fact that he's back and I appreciate the fact that hopefully he's fighting through those mental problems that you might have when coming back from a freak injury. Yeah, no, I, I but I think that uh, that's, that's going to be a factor for him, but it should be quick for him. I, I, I do think it'll be quick because he's, he knows how to be a professional at this level too. I understand the injury part of it, but he knows how to it, be a professional and what to do. It stinks because we know he's going to miss 15 to 30 games. But you expect it to be because he got hurt twisting yeah. an ankle, or he not, got, be, yeah. not because he's just you know didn't finish a, a basket and is laying on the ground and is about to get up and Dwight Powell decides to hurt him yes. like that. You didn't expect that to be the thing that took him out for. I believe it was twelve games. No, I, I agree with you there, and that that was really really bad. All right, now I'm interested to see if you guys have different opinions on this because and it happens every year. July 4th, New Year's, on and on and on. But the fireworks discussion has lit up the Nextdoor app, which I have to admit, sometimes I care about and sometimes I'm just there to, like, see how the comments break out and everything. I live near the Bishop Arts District in Oak Cliff. I'm just being honest here. Fireworks are shot off, it feels like, on a nightly basis, or or they are gunshots. And I'm going to be honest, I think sometimes they're gunshots and sometimes they're fireworks. But we hear them outside of our house on almost a nightly basis. Now, it obviously gets extreme around 4th of July, around New Year's, it does get extreme. And I'm saying extreme with the fireworks, not the gunshots. But I didn't know, I knew it was illegal, but I feel like nobody cares because there's so many fireworks being shot off. And, And that was kind of the crux of this thread Apparently, the city, including the police, have better things to do than stop fireworks and gunfire. This is from, like, my personalized next door. So this is for, like, a, a specific spot around Garland. And I I guess the fireworks has never really bothered me as much. I know all the people who are going to get mad and chime in. 
If people really were shooting guns off in the air, I have heard many times how many problems come along with that. So I get that part. Personally, it's never bothered me. I understand it's against the law. I'm not disputing that. I'm just saying it doesn't bother me specifically. Yeah, I remember my dad and I getting up on the roof once whenever I was probably about eight, <coughs> nine, or ten, something like that, somewhere in that range. Young. Uh, Youngster. And we got up on the roof to watch fireworks uh, that were going you know, around at New Year's time. And my dad kind of reached over, and he's like, oh, what's this? And he picked up a bullet that had landed uh, right above my bed. <laughs> And it wasn't, I don't know if it landed that night, but it was there. It was laying there. So that's always kind of been one of those, hey, uh, don't, now I have an aluminum roof, Kevin. I'm sure that'll stop it. Uh, the You're in Plano. You don't have to worry. That's right. The palatial estates of Plano, as Mike likes to call it. The fireworks feel like I understand it's illegal and I'm not actively going out there and shooting bottle rockets down my alley. Sure. Uh, I do like to get the, uh, the, the, the confetti poppers and uh, yeah. blow those up. That are not illegal. Yeah. And uh, it, some of it did get in my neighbor's yard. I'm sorry. Uh, it did go in his backyard and I couldn't stop that. Uh, the wind carried it. My apologies. But I don't mind it so much. But obviously, like I just pointed out, it hasn't affected my household. If something was to, like, if it's going to hit my house and cause it a fire, I'm probably going to be like, Dad gum, I wish they my, hadn't done that. My dogs are scared to death of it. So they yeah. will jump in the bed or they'll start barking or crying. Uh, so that's the only thing is, does it affect me? I don't care for the noise of fireworks till three in the morning. But you finally go to sleep to it. You turn on a fan. You you turn on a noisemaker to try to. Is that the biggest factor? You. Is the biggest factor the noise keeping you awake? Is that what it is? is what yeah. people are complaining and the, about? And the dog. Uh, I don't See, think I dogs think it's like the it dogs at all. So more the dog. So the dogs get upset, and then you can't go to sleep because your dog is just uh, anxiety through the roof. That I'm just going to assume they think it's gunshots. They think they're in a war zone at that point, and so. Uh, that's the tough thing about it is, you know, especially if you have little kids and then the dog's barking and let's just say we had a child like Noah and now Noah's crying and you're not sleeping, the kid's not sleeping, so now you know they're going to have a bad day all day, which is going to have you having a bad day all day. So I think that's where people get really upset if they have kids that are getting scared of it and it's keeping them up because then you know your world for 48 hours is going to be totally destroyed because your kid didn't get the sleep they needed. From the 817, hell no to shooting out fireworks in within city limits. My dogs are freaking out. And then from the 682, fireworks are a boomer thing to whine about. Oh, wow. Wow. And I think once these young, I'm just going to assume... That that's a younger person. When you have little kids, you're going to feel very different about the noise and the sleep habits that can affect your house. And you're going to be like, oh, yeah, so what? The kid's crying. Guess what? When the kid is your crying and not sleeping, it's not just over at eight in the morning if they finally fell asleep and then they wake up. It is at least 24 hours of a living hell on earth if your kid doesn't sleep correctly at night. See, I think you're uh, sorry, Corey. I think you're onto something there because if it would have woken Noah up either this year or last year and messed up his sleep schedule, I might have felt differently. It doesn't bother me a lot. Like I I'm not going to push for it to like these people need to have to sell their house and move away and it doesn't bother me that much. However, 
if it continually woke him up, I could definitely yeah. see how it'd be like. If no, you I'm guys not. ever lived in the hood, Oak Cliff, where I live. Well, maybe that's why H-E-B won't come there, because you keep talking about gunshots by where that's, you live. That's Mike, probably true. Yeah, you're the spokesperson for Oak Cliff, and, and here you are. There are times where we have discussions, me and my wife in bed going, was that a gunshot or firework? Yeah. And, and is, it's not just not funny, December actually. 31st. It can be whatever, January 7th coming up, where we're like, somebody's still shooting off a few fireworks? That kind of sounded more gunshotty. Now, I, I did hear... I. I I can hear from my house the Frisco fireworks, I feel like. The ones that they do at FC Dallas games. Yep. Uh, and I, So I feel like there's a lot of times where I'm like, oh, man. And there, there's somewhere else, maybe it's Oak Point, that'll shoot off some fireworks. I feel like that's in city limits. But that is the fire department is there for all of that. They are the ones that set all this stuff up, right? And then how, yeah. why that's okay within the city limits. Yeah, because they get a special clearance and all yeah. of that. How far out is the country? Like, where? at what point is it country? And how much rain do you need before you feel comfortable saying, you know what, the fields are nice and wet today? I... I'm well, asking the country people. Okay, okay. I I'll know, have to I know think about stick, that. Our stick travels pretty far. We got 100,000 watts there's, here. I drove to Cleburne back in, sorry, not Cleburne, but Glen I drove Rose. through Cleburne, Glen Rose the last few days. Me too, yeah. And Probably high-fived on the way through. In Cleburne and mm-hmm. along the way, there's plenty of places to buy fireworks. Yes. Now, going back January 1st, all of them were closed up because they sold all their fireworks leading up to New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. But so I know out in the country there is a zillion fireworks you can buy to shoot them off. And to your point, usually around July 4th, that's really a tough time. They want to sell a zillion fireworks, but it's a tough time to shoot them off because it can be a no firework zone because of the dryness. Right now, you can shoot off fireworks because you're not going to burn the whole city down. And, And I think this might be a distinction for some folks. I understand this from the 916. Wait until an errantly thrown M1000 lands near your car. Then you'll care. It's not just fireworks that are the problem. See, I guess in my mind, I think about, like, very simple fireworks or even bottle rockets and things like that. I'm not thinking about, I'm trying to put on an actual fireworks show for my neighborhood. You're trying to get the kaboom town yeah. going, gotcha. I, I understand how that could be problematic. And then on the flip side from the 972, it's your decision to have kids watching other people care one night a year because it's against the law, I guess would be the follow back. And I'm not even that much against that. You don't speed, huh? Oh, That's yeah. against the law. Oh, no, I agree. You should not speed. Have I ever sped? Uh, yeah, I have. And I will definitely admit that. And that's those where we people, rank the laws. Those are people jealous you have a new kid. <laughs> they want, Yeah, maybe so. Yeah. Possibility. That's jealousy coming through the text. Hey, I understand. There's a lot of times you should appreciate that. But then there's other times they want where Dr. Bassett. You, do, you don't need to be What jealous. was that person's number? Why are you going to text? Nine seven like two. You can't get somebody pregnant. Oh my god! That's what you were oh thinking, Mike, right, Kevin? Let's not. Let's not. But like, what if that is a real issue in their life, and you just like really hurt their feelings? Well, they were kind of bragging that they don't have kids. <laughs> All right. Well, it's a dark turn. <laughs> god, there are too many segments on this show that take a turn okay. down a my, path that we shouldn't the, go down. How about of, the Mavericks? We, we were driving back from uh, from uh, Spring Branch, and we drive through uh, Glen Rose, 
and there was huge signs that said incident ahead. And we were like, oh my gosh, On what's 67? the incident? And there was nothing there. And I was like, where was the incident? And I'm like, if you're going to have an incident sign, there needs to be an incident. And there was no incident, Kevin. Maybe There's the inc- a lot of, re- unfortunately, there are, in that Glen Rose yeah. area or close to, 67 is a very dangerous highway to be driving on 67. You go from like 75 miles an hour to like 30, just like that. It's crazy. Where are the Keats? I love you, Glen Rose. Hey, did the Mavs win? No. They lost They bad. lost by a lot. Jordan I feel Clarkson, like you know that. Did somebody say Jordan Clarkson had the first triple-double in Utah Jazz history since like for like the last 19 years? I felt years. like everybody had a triple-double last <laughs> night for the Utah Jazz. <laughs> We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, it's time for Gridiron Gravy, where the Detroit Lions find the bright side. We'll do it next right here in The Fan. Play fake, looking left, throwing in the end zone, and it's the offensive lineman who just came in. Dan Skipper had come in, and he played tackle, and the, the regular starting tackle, Taylor Decker, caught the pass for two. And as spotter Jay Goldberg points out, they announced Skipper as eligible. We got another flag coming out now. I think it's against Dallas. Maybe not. Cowboys are applauding. Illegal touching by number 68. Oh, well. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Right now, let's go around the entire NFL. Maybe another football league. And dip into some gridiron gravy. Dan Campbell is not going to linger on the past, all right? He says that he sees this two-point fiasco, quote, as a blessing. He compares it to the New Orleans pass interference, not pass interference playoff thing from a few years back. And he said the blessing is... The Lions season isn't over, and they can still learn from it. If you're wondering, Corey, if he has energy yesterday at his press conference, I watched it this morning on Good Morning Football because I called my wife in because she's like, this guy's entertaining. I was like, yeah, he's an emotional bowl of gravy, mm-hmm. and like spicy <laughs> gravy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, this has fueled me. I'm full of octane right now. <laughs> like, I'm just like, and he was full of octane when they got the penalty against him and then couldn't, you know, think straight and just go, we probably need to kick the extra point that now we're pushed back to the seven. So he runs purely on emotions. He's a good coach, but in a way, the emotions can help. Yep. And in a way, the emotions can hurt. When he decided to go for it from the seven, the emotions got in the way of logical thinking. I will say whenever he... In his emotional state that he is, a lot of times that mm. team follows. They they I go they that. go along with him. They they are they believe they bought into him and and his the wild ideas of you know we can do this we can win this game on the road and those and those kinds of moments. So they bought in on it. It is good to move on. I don't think it's a blessing. I think that's a that's just like I think you're lying. Uh, but what? I mean there there a lot of things. If they had won that game, a lot of other things could go in their favor. Like they could be hosting. They would be the two seed, right? Yeah. If, if they yes. would have won this yes. upcoming week, they'd be the two seed. Correct. And then whether it was Dallas or Philadelphia, they would host Dallas or Philadelphia. Yeah. Now, most likely, if they win, I know there's a lot of things that can happen. In but, the divisional round. Though. Right. Yeah. If, they win in the divi- if they win in the wild card to round. get it to the divisional round. Then they would have to come back to Dallas. Yep. And we see Dallas, perfect record at home, not a perfect record on the road. Now, another playoff team... Did you see the Rams cut their kicker to bring back Brett Maher? 
Right in time. Did he get? This is he where a, he thrives. Did he have an injury, and they needed a kicker for a minute, and then they were like, "We'll go back to Maher again." I can't remember exactly why they moved on from him. They thought their kicker wasn't good. Okay. After they cut Brett Maher earlier in the season because they thought he wasn't good. All right. And so now they're like, "Okay, but you're right. less not good than the other." Do one. you want to play the Rams in the playoffs? Sure. Right now. It's at home. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> you you are completely bought in that they're yes. not losing at home instead of their due. Agreed. That'll be later in the week. That's a good question. Later in the week, who do you want to play in the first round? Obviously, you want to be the two seed. So sure. I've been thinking so much that you're going to go to Tampa Bay or go to New Orleans that I haven't even considered until Philadelphia lost uh, Sunday, Monday. My day's good. But Sunday, Sunday is... I never considered, hey, who would we want to play if we move up to the two seed? But now that becomes a real conversation later in the week, looking at different things. Obviously, you want to play the Rams. I'm fine with playing the Rams. I'm just looking at this. They beat Seattle 17-16 at home. They go on the road and beat Arizona 37-14. They beat Cleveland 36-19. Overtime loss 37-31 to Baltimore and they, reel they off probably should have won that game. Reel off wins against Washington, New Orleans, and New York. They're giving up points. Like, just look at it. They're still giving up points, but they're also scoring enough to win. So, that, I don't know. I, I'm I'm perfectly fine taking them on. They lost, early, what, 43-20 early in the season to the Cowboys. Yeah. So, but I'm keeping an eye on it. I still think you're going to end up getting Seattle, Packers, Seattle, whoever doesn't win the division that no one wants to win. I still think you're going to end up getting that in the first round. But we shall see. Now, Corey, we killed enough time to get to the story you really care about. The story of the year, as you say. Yes. Sure, we all knew. The story of 2024 is? That the XFL and the USFL were merging. I know you already knew that. We knew that. that. I knew that. We passed by that as quickly as we could. Corey and I decided it's a merger of like... I won't even. I can't even say. It's like it's, <laughs> it's a like, bad merger. Yeah, it's man. a merger that they had to do because they are both failing tremendously, and they're like, "Could we fail tremendously together?" And the answer is yes. But did you know that we got to keep our team? Tell me your live excitement oh. about the when you United say we. Football League and the Arlington Renegades with Bob Stoop still as your coach. What is your current excitement level compared to Carter's current excitement level? I'm a Bob Stoops fan, so I'm happy that he has a job still. Uh, (laughs) That does not sound like you're happy. I also watched Semi-Pro over the weekend. The Will Ferrell movie? Yeah, and have you seen that scene where they announce that they're they're merging and that four of the teams are staying together and he thinks he's one of the teams? (laughs) And he's just like, yeah! "Yeah!" And that's how I feel like you are right now, Kevin. Yeah. You're that excited. We did it. We're the defending champs of one of the failed leagues. I'm not happy that they're staying around, and (laughs) this is just personal for me. Because can you please stop sending me emails? (laughs) The Renegades. Is there any way to take me off that list? Of, is it to your company or your you could just or your unsubscribe, personal? right? Yeah, just click unsubscribe. Okay. <laughs> when they send me an email, which feels like on a daily basis, <laughs> can you show me how to not subscribe? To but as soon as they to... do, I will, and I'm Carter's going to start forwarding you those same emails. <laughs> That's the only reason. It's fine. They can play minor league football out there. I just don't need the updates on their team or whatever. Now, Corey. Do you What's think it going to be? Have we decided? Is it UFL? It's the UFL. United, the United Football. Football League because they came together as one. And they're like, hey, you're terrible. Me too. Have you ever been to a wedding like that where you think two people were just like, we're both toxic. Maybe if we get married, it'll work out. 
No, I've oh. never. I don't go to weddings. Yeah, no, me neither. Is all right. Do you think, Corey, you'll ever be rich enough? No, that- no, no. <laughs> Whatever your question is, none of us are going yeah. to be rich enough. What this question is already set up with a no for right, everybody hold listening. Hold on. I'm going to go to Alec. He's got more of his life in front of him. (laughs) Alec, do you think he'll ever be rich enough that you can just throw a drink in somebody's face and then the NFL will be too scared to do anything about it? Uh, No. That's an easy no. That's a shame. I'll try it, but no. Because that's what David Tepper did when his team was losing to the Jags. He threw a drink at somebody from the suite, which is one of the fanciest sentences that has ever been said. What a B move right. this was. Because not was. only does he throw the drink at the person, then but then he away. runs off yeah. like, 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 oh my gosh, dude, you're already up in the suite. Nobody's crawling into that suite to come What did that person right? say from 15 to 20 feet away that you needed to do that? You it was are probably a all billionaire. Game. Drafted it was probably all okay. game. It was probably the yeah, entire probably, you're game probably right. that person was sitting there just wailing well, on him the whole time. They're 2 and 14. Yeah, you stink. Like, so, I asked this football question to Reggie last week. I know I don't ask the football questions till tomorrow, oh but I'm going to ask you guys this football question. How much longer would you give Bryce Young until you give up on him and say, we screwed up? We made a major mistake, and at least, he's not. I have at to least give, all of 24. I have to give him a better team. I have to give him better receivers. I have to look at my yeah. team and self-scout it first before I say it's the do, quarterback. How lucky do you think... Bryce Young is that they traded everything to get him and they don't have the first pick. <laughs> Would you give up on Bryce Young if you were the Carolina Panthers and you had the number one pick in this year's draft? Don't think I would. I understand your question. I promise I do. I don't think I would just because I could see the cavalcade of things I could get back by trading yeah. out. Yeah. He's so little. He's too little for this sport. So you don't so you think I think it's over. You're out. I would, I would, to your point, I would give them the first six or seven games of next year because I don't have the pick. But I not can't the really. Whole year. No, because Zach Wilson proved he stinks at football halfway through a second year. <laughs> like, it was like, yeah, I think it'll be all right. And you're like, it is not going to be all right. And right. he has proven in year three. Un- and he had the team. He had, he, they went and put together a right. team. They had rookie of the year wide receiver, yeah. rookie of the year defensive player, cornerback. Like, to your point, yes, the Jets have m- way more talent than the Carolina Panthers do. But I, I think this is, this is too high of a level, unfortunately, for a guy of his size and Bryce Young. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. I, I'm, I'm still, I made the decision. If I made the decision to draft him, to your, I agree. Then I'm. I, I gotta. I gotta say that you know. I knew Especially that there was a, giving some up everything you gave up to yeah. get him too. So There's I agree I with both through. of you. You have to stick with it. But it'd been interesting if they would have just been bad enough to draft him one overall, and now they have the number one pick again, and you have Caleb Williams sitting there. If you really say let's let's stick with the five foot three quarterback who's a hundred four pounds, he's taller than that. Says you. I'm concerned for this person from the eight zero six. Nobody listens. Going to be rich enough. Speak for yourself. I just sent my uncle's friend five hundred dollars. He's going to turn it into thirty five hundred. Oh yeah, he is. You just set Tell that money how. on fire. Tell us how so we can know. All right, what's worse that. With the Baltimore Ravens making the bold move to honor Ray Rice as their legend of the game this weekend. What? 
Did you not hear about that? This week they did? Yes. Or this upcoming week they are? No, this past weekend. So it happened. They were able to get away with this and everything. I feel like every time (laughs) they tried to bring back the Baylor coach somewhere, it was like, hey, what's he doing on the field? Yeah, it's like, we're. and then as soon as they announce it, within 48 hours, like, okay, so we tried and he's. He got a lot of applause at the stadium, too. He, like, went out on the field. They showed him on the Jumbotron. He did the parade wave. Why? I feel like they have a good enough history. They didn't need to do this. I understand they can't take on the Baltimore Colts history or stuff like that. That goes back to the Indianapolis Colts, so they can't run out Johnny Unitas' son or whatever. (laughs) But Because they're not running out Johnny Unitas. That would be weird. (laughs) That's fair. But Ray Rice. So they, they ended up going, let's Ray Rice this thing. All right. Okay. Is Ray Carruth coming out anytime soon for the Panthers? So I truly understand why I was let go and why so many hearts changed. But hopefully people can see where I'm at now. They say people can change, right? I'm not the same person I was 10 to 12 years ago. And I will tell you this. I like that. I am super interested in knowing more. But, like, he doesn't owe it to me. But I'd just be super curious to learn more about the story, like, did he work for domestic violence hotlines? He was consistent. Oh, hold on. This is yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I just like. Did he go do work at shelters? Like, I, I would love to know more about yeah. like how no, that I'm, shaped him. I'm with you, and maybe we don't know the whole story, and that's why he's being brought back. As he is over the last ten years, you can tell a lot of things in his life have changed, and uh, you know. But that just seems like a weird one, just from the outside looking in, that you would. I don't mind having him at the game or whatever. Sure. That that's a little bit odd to honor him. The Sashi Brown, the president, said Ray undertook critical work within himself and to bring awareness and to educate others on domestic violence. Nothing will change his past or make it right, but Ray's work has allowed him to atone for his actions and rebuild relationships personally and professionally, including with the Ravens. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.